When I was in high school, I had a group of friends and they asked me to go on an unsupervised overnighter with them in a city that was several hours away from the city that we lived. Now, I knew it wasn't responsible nor was it appropriate, so I said I couldn't go as much as I really, really wanted to. Sometimes when we find ourselves in similar situations, we can sometimes catch ourselves thinking, why is it that I always seem to have to decide between following the commandments instead of having fun? In this week's study of Doctrine and Covenants section 63, we discuss the importance and the why of living our beliefs. I'm Art, and this is So What? Here's a little bit of background. In the summer of 1831, the church essentially had two headquarters, one in Kirtland, Ohio, and the other in Independence, Missouri. And Joseph Smith and other church leaders found themselves having to bounce between the two cities. After returning to Ohio on one of their trips, Joseph found that some of the members of the church in Ohio were secretly committing some pretty major sins. Let's read section 63 verse 1, and while we read that verse, see if you can identify how the Lord referred to the church members there in Ohio. Hearken, O ye people, and open your heart and give ear from afar, and listen, you that call yourselves the people of the Lord, and hear the word of the Lord and his will concerning you. Ooh, that's heavy. The Lord doesn't call them his people. He refers to them as you who call yourselves my people. What is the difference between calling ourselves the Lord's people and actually being the Lord's people? Well, let's take a look back at verse 1 and look for what the Lord expects from his people. Hearken, O ye people, and open your hearts, and give ear from afar, and listen, you that call yourselves the people of the Lord, and hear the word of the Lord and his will concerning you. The Lord expects his people to open their hearts, or in other words, be teachable, be flexible. Now you're probably thinking, yeah, but why does it always seem like I have to choose between following the commandments and having fun? Now, while it might seem like the restoration of the gospel was really the restoration of rules, my friend, brother Brad Wilcox, first counselor in the General Young Men's Presidency, gives us a better perspective. At a BYU-Idaho Education Week, he shared this. Check it out. I asked a teenager once, what is the law of the gospel? He said, commandments, more commandments, and more commandments. Now, obviously, keeping commandments is part of living the gospel, but is that all it is? Once we covenant to obey and sacrifice, then are we simply given more items to be checked off our Mormon to-do list? Like this teenage friend, many people associate the gospel with the proliferation of rules. But there's much more to it than standards and regulations. Remember, the gospel is good news, not just more rules. In Alma 12:32, we read, Therefore God gave unto them commandments after having made known unto them the plan of redemption. Restoration of the gospel was not a restoration of rules. It was a restoration of reasons. The Ten Commandments actually made it through the apostasy. It was the reasons to keep the commandments that were lost. And as Alma taught, those reasons are found within the plan of redemption. The law of the gospel, then, has to do with our choices. But more important, 
It extends to our motives. It has to do with the law of Moses, but extends to the higher law taught in the Sermon on the Mount. The law of the gospel then has to do with controlling our external behavior, but extends to educating our internal desires. It has to do with who we are, but extends to who we can become. So rather than think about it as the gospel versus having fun, let's open our hearts a little bit and think about it as who we are versus who we want to become. Tiny Heart, check you next time.